Today's Mishnah, Mishnah Ches. Very interesting Mishnah. I want to read to you the Mishnah. Very, very interesting. There are ten things. We seem to be very busy in this period about ten. Right? Ten Yisrael's test that Avraham Avinu had. Ten miracles on the scene in, in Mitzrayim. Ten, ten generations. Not of ten. We have to maybe understand that. But... Just to understand this Mishnah. Ten things were created on Erev Shabbos, meaning when the Rabbi created the world, with that he created ten things right before Shabbos Kodesh. So as creation was coming to an end, it was concluding, ten things were created, Ben Hashemoshes. Ben Hashemoshes is the time between Shkia and Nacht. It's that time that the Gemara tells us is very unclear what it is. It's Ben Hashemoshes. It's like in between. We're not clear. Is it day or is it night? Right? Of course, on Shabbos, it's obviously after Shkir, it's Shabbos Kodesh, because it's a Sophic Neraisa, but a Kupon and the Rabbanishman created ten things right before Shabbos. The Elohim, what are they? Ready? Here they are. Pi'aretz, the mouth of the land, of the earth. Pi'ha'be'er, the mouth of the well. Pi'ha'osoin, the mouth of the donkey, of course, that was referring to the donkey by Bilam and Balak and the whole sugi over there. Vahakeshes, a rainbow. Vahamon, that was the mon. Vahamata, the stick, a staff that, uh, that uh, Moshe Rabbeinu had, right, by the Nisim. Aaron Akoin, he went down the generations to Yosef, he came out of Mitzrayim, the whole sugi over there. Vahashomer, the special shomer plant that was used. Vahaksav, writing. Vahamichtov, the letter that went into the, um, the Luchos. That's ten. Vyesh Oimim, and some people say, Afamazikin, the, the harmful creatures that harm people. Which we know that we don't know where it is. Nobody knows, the Torah tells us. Nobody knows where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried. The Gemara and Saita brings it down. There's a specific reason for that. It will turn into a, a base of the Zorah. Can you imagine if we knew where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried, right? All of Claudius or even the Goyim would be there. It would be incredible. And, you know, that would replace maybe where they should be having their focus of Tfilas. And the Gemara tells us so much so that they tried to find where Moshe Rabbeinu was buried. And when they were on the top of the mountain, it looked like it was the bottom. And when they went to the bottom, it looked like it was the top. So they split up the groups. Half went up, half went down. This way they thought they'll chap it, right? Each one saw it was somewhere else. It was like, it's like an illusion. Crazy. Chazal tell us, and the Torah tells us clearly, we have no idea where Moshe Rabbeinu is buried, and some people say he was, the Kvura of Moshe Rabbeinu's location was actually created by, the end of creation by Shabbos Kodesh. Ve'eloi shel Avram Avinu, and the ram of Abraham, Right, which was caused by the Akedah Yitzchak that appeared, as we know, right before that Avram wanted to shak the son Yitzchak, there appeared a ram, a whole situation. The Yesh Omim Asuya, that the tongues that were made with tongues. Right, now I'm not going to go into every single one of them to explain what this means. The tongues, by the way, to make more means the ability to create more. Like the tongues to make more tongues. That certain ability, right? Whatever it is, I'm not going to go through all of them. Um, the rainbow, of course, refers to the rainbow that was made after the Mabal, that they saw the rainbow, which was a certain uh, sign to show uh, about the continuation of Kalal Yisrael, and um, which the Shamir also was made uh, for the Aphod and the Choshim was worn by the Kohen Godel to split the stones. You know, many, many, many things that were uh, in that case. But I want, I want to understand one thing on this, Mish, if you don't mind. Let me just try to understand over here. It's what is going on over here? Why is it that these were created right at the end? 
Like, well, what does it represent? The Mishnah is telling us specifically that the Rabboni Shalom created all of these things. And why specifically? These things, okay, that we're not going to answer. But why were they created right at the end? That is our question that I think that we have to address over here, which is amazing. And one thing we could answer is that the Medrash Shmuel explains to us on the Mishnah that these items were not created in the order of creation, but they were left for the last moment because they were unique occurrences. You know, as if you go through the list in the Mishnah, you go through and you see things that only like, you know, the, 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 the ground that opened up, you know, under Koyach. That was like a one-time thing. The ram by Avram, by Avram Avinu, by the Achilles Yitzchak was like a one-time thing. The rainbow after the marble. Yeah, okay, we see rainbows, but that was created for a specific time. Says the Medrash Shmuel, the reason why these are rated to the end, because they weren't the state of creation. Everything that the Rabbanishim created was to be used all the time for all of the Doris. Whereas the things at the end were saved for to be used right at the end because they were only like, you know, specific. Okay, that's, that's how the Medrash Shmuel understands that, Poshup Shat, just to understand in that way. The Me'iri explains that these ten entities, and you go through, you see all of them in the same halach, they share a very special characteristic, and that is they teach us the fundamentals of faith. And that's, by the way, why the Me'iri says they're in Pokoyavas. What are they doing in Pokoyavas? Which is all about ethics, and how to character, and how to become better. He says the Me'iri is because it makes us uh, work on our emunah and Hashem, in our trust on Hashem, because these are specific, you know, crazy occurrences that happened, and therefore it's like, okay, fine, they were created for a specific purpose. But, Rabbi Sai, I would like to explain one specific idea, which come um, from the Hasidic Shosforim, on this Mishnah, why the Rabbanishan waited until the end of creation to create all of these ten very, very important creations. And um, there are many, many explanations. And one of them, the Mishnahs seem to be telling us that they were only created after Odom Arishan's Avera. That means after Odom Arishan did the Avera, these were created. And the Hasidic Svarim bring down that perhaps it's telling us that had Odom Arishan not done the Avera, the world would have been an olam hatikun, a olam, a world that everything was correct and right. There would never be any Yitzhara, no one ever would have done an Avera, and as a result now of Adam Arishan doing the Avera, we now have to wait for the olam hatikun to come about, which is after the Geula, okay? But, there is something very important hidden within in this Mishnah, which I think is a lesson for ourselves. And every Mishnah that we've done so far has shown us that there is a message for our lives. What is the message of this Mishnah for our life? Okay? So, the answer could very much be, is that the Rabboni Shalom waited, as we just said, it was only created after Adam Arishan did the first Avera, which caused everything to change. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu created these ten creations after Adam's Avera, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu waited until the very last moment to see if Adam Arishan would have done Tshuva. That means, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as we know, rested on the seventh day. There was no way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to create on Shabbos Kodesh. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu waited until when? Not just Erev Shabbos, till Ben till the moment before Shabbos came in. Just the very last moment. Why? Because other Mishnah had already done the Avera. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted to wait to see, was he going to do Tshuva? And the last possible moment of doing, of doing any type of creation was Ben After that, it's already Nacht, but it's too late because it's already Shabbos Kodesh, no more creation. What does that tell us? Tells us a very, very big story. Something we've mentioned before, but something that's worth mentioning. Sometimes a person will feel, I've done something wrong, and because I've done something wrong, I don't deserve A, B, and C, 
or maybe Hashem doesn't look at me, doesn't care about me, doesn't want me in the world. And I've, I've heard this from guys. I've heard this, you know, Hashem doesn't really like me. So obviously he's got, he's out to get me. Uh, you ever, you ever, I don't know if you ever thought this one, but people, Hashem's out to get me. Look at what he's doing to my life. Alright, this, 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 come on! How much can I take? Obviously he hates me. Which is ridiculous. Because the Shavuot will wait until the very last moment for every single one of us. The very last moment means how long we're on this world here. We are on this world for a specific purpose. And if we do something wrong, which sometimes can happen, the best of us. But Akaponim, because Rahul waits and waits and waits for us to return to him until the very last moment. But it means he's waiting. It means that we still have the opportunity. It means we still can do it. That's what this Mishnah is telling us. The Mishnah is telling us that, yeah, we may have done things that are wrong. And we may have done things that we shouldn't have done. One of us are in that category at some point in our lives, right? That's just how it is. Right, we're a human being, we have the AIDS, there's a lot going on in our lives, you know, all trauma, all sorts of things that are going to happen that led us to all doing what we do. But at the end of the day, always remember that the Rabboni Shalom is waiting for us as he waited for Adam Arishan over here. That's the message of the Mishnah. The Mishnah is teaching us that the Rabboni was waiting for us just like he waited for Adam Arishan until the very last moment. HaKadosh Baruch Hu never gives up on us. He never will, never has on anyone, ever. If you're here, you're here for a purpose. If you're here, it's because you can accomplish. If you're here, it's because there's more to do. So do it. Do something. That's what a Kodesh Baruch is waiting for. And all we have to do is take that little step of trying. The Hashem sees, and it comes with Kaviyochal open arms. That's the lesson of this Mishnah.